Hello, welcome to When Wrestlers Act. I'm John Grodshaw, and I'm back once again with the Renegade Master. Hello, Colin. Hello, John. How are you doing? I'm all right. Not bad. We've just watched the Married with Children episode called The Flight of the Bumblebee. I think it was Series 10, Episode 7. <sighs> Something like that. And this was an episode starring King Kong Bundy. Yeah, I feel like we're paying tribute to him. Yeah, well, I mean, it was when he died, it was like, oh, we need to watch something with King Kong Bundy in, don't we? Yeah. And I think we remembered that we'd already seen him in an episode of Married with Children, which we reviewed a few years back. And that one was quite good. Yeah. This one? (laughs) (laughs) Well, don't don't want to give any spoilers. I think this had reached a point where Married with Children had not just jumped the shark, but had gone all the way back round and had another go at jumping over the shark again. It did feel like a show that had run out of ideas. Yeah. There was Al and his mates, and they were singing James Brown's It's a Man's World. Because they're men. Yeah, and they were all wearing matching T-shirts, which is, you know, because they're men. I thought it was because they were being students in Leeds. They were gathered together because they wanted to watch wrestling. Yeah, we've all been there. Yeah, and the wives were out, so fair enough. Yeah, and we've all been there. <laughs> yeah, wives were out, let's, let's watch wrestling, get some beers, right. That sounds good. But the wives weren't out, were they? Where were they? They, they were weren't. on the sofa, taking over, as ever. Because that's what they do. They wanted to watch like a TV movie that was about two old people falling in <laughs> love, which sounded hilarious. And then they kept making jokes about them being old and unattracted to each other. I know, but Peggy Bundy's awfully milfy. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> she really is. Yes. And I just can't get past the Leela thing. <laughs> it was... No, you just hear was... her speak and you just see Leela now. Yeah, it's like, why have you got two eyes? What's wrong with you? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, for manners, someone should have at least poked one of her eyes out. Or should have worn <laughs> an eye patch or something. I actually thought that was quite funny, the idea of them just crowding together to watch a TV film. Because TV films, as we all know, were just shite. I remember last time I watched a TV film, it was a long time ago, and it was a dreadful remake of one of the greatest films ever made, and it was just terrible. It was, do you know the film 12 Angry Men? Yeah. It was that, but a modern version. Cool. Yeah, it had That's James Gandolfini in it. Really? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was just shite. Yeah, I'll have to watch that. Mm. Well, I've just summed it up here. It was a shite version of one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> yeah, well, I might do one of The Sting as well and um, Shawshank, <laughs> Shawshank Redemption or something, you know, just starring the guy who played Niles Crane. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that reminds me, actually, I've been watching Frasier again. Now we're in the series where Daphne's fat. Ah, because she's um, not pregnant. Because she's not pregnant and has large handbags mm. that she holds strategically in front of stomach a lot. I suggest stopping right now, watching Fraser and me, not what you're saying. Oh, no. What, no. what you're saying is fine. I want to go to the bitter end just so I can see if it's as bad as I remember. Well, if I'm being honest, there are still a lot of gems in there, but it's more shite than gems. Yeah. So the men in their T-shirts, their matching T-shirts, yep. they go, hey, let's go to our son who's in his basement. He's got to tell you we can watch wrestling there. And they make a joke about, oh, he's probably getting laid. Ha, 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 ha. Oh, there's a girl, blah, blah. And then there actually is. 
and it's really funny. And a lovely young lady she is too. <laughs> but she storms off and the son's pissed off. He goes, that was nasty Natalie. She's <laughs> the easiest girl in town. Some jokes about, well, if my dad hadn't stopped me from getting laid by the easiest girl in town, you wouldn't have been born. Maybe he's um, saved Bud from being with Leela from Futurama in the future. That would be strange. That's basically like the storyline, isn't it, with Fry and his grandma and all that stuff. <laughs> and that's one of the greatest storylines ever. It's fantastic. And Fry fact, is his own grandfather. Yeah, and the fact it ties into so many other storylines as well. <laughs> like, why has he got this unique brain pattern? <laughs> he did the nasty in the past. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I need to watch some more future armor again. There we go. When trade. You really do. That's next on your list. Yeah. So we've got King Kong Bundy on the telly with some lady in some shiny clothes. So that was good. And he's going to be wrestling in the town that they're at the next night because that always seems to happen in the. Yeah, it's it's really convenient now. There's a bit of a weird thing where they say they want to make King Kong Bundy a member of his group which is called No Mom. Do you remember what it stands for? It stood for something. don't know. No, I'm sure it was hilarious. Yeah, it's very contrived. And then <laughs> that suddenly gets sidetracked, and it's the son who's going to be a member, and they'll only let him join if he can get a picture with King Kong Bundy. Yeah, it's reasonable. Yeah, I'm glad that's set up. So he turns up at the arena dressed as a bumblebee, I think he'd been watching the video to No Rain by Blind Melon. Maybe. The the bee girl. With the bee girl. (laughs) Yeah, I remember her. She was (laughs) He goes with his sister, who is, for some reason, dressed in some sparkly low-cut dress. And that's the reason. Yeah. It's it's Christine Rapplegate wearing a sparkly low-cut dress. That's it, isn't it? it? That's the reason. Yeah, that's the reason. No story reason, just... Does there have to be? It's fair enough. So he tells a security guard that he's a wrestler, that he's a standing wrestler, and uh, my goodness, you won't believe it, King Kong Bundy comes out, and he's really pleased to see King Kong Bundy. And it ends up that King Kong Bundy's opponent, the ecologist, solar-powered car, has broken down, so he can't make it to the show. So what are we going to do, John? Well, that guy's the backup wrestler, Yes, and um, Kelly, Kelly Bundy being um, her gimmick being that she's complete thixical, believes her own story that Bud is the um, backup wrestler and says, you're the backup wrestler, you wrestle him. I read it more as she was being a bit of a nozzle and being mean to her brother. No, no, I think it is just because um, that is her thing, that she's thick as pig shit. Yeah, she gets caught out by things. Either way, they end up in the wrestling ring. And because it's a TV show starring wrestling, it has to be a wrestling bit. The next night, when it's trick or treat, Halloween thing, whatever you call it, they decide to mug some children of their sweets by exposing themselves. I wasn't sure that that's what they did, but that's what they did. Yeah, yeah. They expose themselves <laughs> to children. It's usually the other way around, isn't it? You give sweets and then expose yourself. <laughs> that's maybe what you do, mate. So, yeah, so they rob the trick-or-treaters and the women are back to watch the same film. So it's the same elderly film. Was this was this shown on CBS? This, CBS. This programme? Yes, yes like it was. Married with Children? Oh, no, I think that was NBC. 
Okay, because they were like, yes, it was on CBS, so all of the audience fell asleep. Ha ha ha. They had to show it again because no one watched it. Ha ha ha. Aha, I get it. Poke fun at your opposition. Yeah. Excellent. I thought that's what they were doing, but I don't know whether <clears> it was like self-deprecating humour. Well, that's what the Simpsons did a lot. They would just completely slag off Fox. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, but this is just too... This is too, like, straight down the line of, no, there's no subtlety. It's like, yeah, you bastards. Mm. <laughs> the opposition is shit. <laughs> <laughs> it could be, because I think they were getting to the end of the rung and they were just probably trying to milk it as much as they could. Yeah. They put the wrestling on, and we see Bundy versus the Bumblebee, and the match starts, and he's begging Bundy not to hurt him. Bundy goes, oh, you know, I'll be soft, don't worry. And then... The camera went a bit weird, and I think he got thrown around, and then he ended up accidentally bonking Bundy With his head. stinger. Yeah, yeah. And then Bundy is out. Counts one, counts two. Oh, Bundy just kicks out. Yeah. I mean, um, there's a couple of things that I need to point out as well. Um, you're right about the camera, but I think it, what he did was when Bud hit the ropes, it sort of went in reverse. It did go weird, but they just did the same thing backwards and forwards. Another really weird thing was um, they had the men cheering the valets, and one of them happened to be Kelly. I know she was wearing a mask and everything, but that's still pretty creepy from Al. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, it was the 1990s, wasn't it? So it's fine. Incest, whatever. Exposing yeah. yourself to children. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest, this isn't the worst. This isn't the most <laughs> egregious thing in this episode. So, Well, at <laughs> um, point. So there's a thing with, oh, he's twisting off Bumblebee's stinger. That's not his stinger. Yeah. It was his cock. Yeah, I think that was the joke. I know, but I think it would have been funny if he just said, that, that's not his stinger, that's his willy. And then Leela grabs her husband's penis. Yeah. And all the wives get horny. Yeah, and the two single men, well, not single men, but men without their other halves, decide to make a strategic escape. Well, I don't know, they kind of go, ooh, do you know what wrestling reminds me of? And then they'll whisper something. And the joke was usually, huh, Thanksgiving at your mother's? <laughs> yes. And then they'd whisper something and the bloke would go, uh-oh. And then... They'd repeat that joke several times, and the man would go, uh-oh. And then their friends, who were awkward, went, uh-oh. And then and cut man. to the ring, where the guy was about to get pinned the bumblebee, and he went, uh-oh. Yes. What I liked is that Bundy did do his 5K gimmick. So Yeah, I like that as well. <laughs> oh, and another thing that was good is Kelly remembered to come in and get the photo as well. Yeah. So, you know, the story arc... Went full circle. Yes. Yes, it did. It arced, as it's meant It to. arced. Yeah. That's the end of the episode, and then we get the last bit and the punchline. The line. epilogue. Yes. The punchline to it all is basically, Al is injured. He was essentially, I think his wife basically rough-sexed him too much, and he was in a coma and got slammed around by her. <laughs> And the... See, I actually thought that was quite funny that despite the fact that it was um, Bud that took a beat in, Al is um, implied that it was only him who was in a coma and he was just waiting for Al to wake up. I, I actually chuckled at that bit. Yeah, it's all right. And then yeah. 
it ends up that the son wasted his time getting a picture because they're dissolving the club because they don't want their wives to ever see wrestling again. I don't want my wife to ever see wrestling again, but that's just because I find it embarrassing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because of sexual injuries. <laughs> Basically, in summary, we've had exposing yourself to children in order to get food. We've had leering at your daughter yeah. and sexual injuries all in one family-friendly episode. But on the other hand, we've also had um, Katie Segal and Christine at Applegate. So, you know, that makes it worth watching. Shall we get the chart, John? Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. I mean, last time we reviewed Married with Children, the episode was a few years prior to this one. And I actually remember being... I used to watch Married with Children a lot when I was a kid. And then I remember it going really shit. And then... We watched that episode a few years ago, and I was really pleasantly surprised. Yeah. Unfortunately, this one is get going firmly on the chart. It wasn't terrible, but it was a pile of shit, and I think it goes somewhere right in the middle of the chart, maybe a four or a five. Yeah, I would agree with four that. Four is a soft sausage, which is just <laughs> a, a smooth shit. Five is a bit more blobby. So it's, it's one or the other. It's four. I mean, apart from the exposing yourself to children, the incest <laughs> and the sexual injuries, there was nothing particularly offensive about this. Yeah. I found it all a bit dull. Yeah, it was just there. It was like... It was just there. <laughs> it happened. just happened. And yeah. you can see why it got cancelled not long after this. It was very much a moribund programme at this point. Well, I can imagine that after 10 series. I mean, how many episodes is that? That must be a lot of... It's probably a couple of hundred being America. Yeah, a lot of pressure to come up with decent ideas. You know what I mean? It's a bit like this podcast, really. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> it's like we thought... running out of shit to watch. <laughs> we never will. <laughs> I think we should maybe think about the latest films that are coming out. People yeah. keep saying that Fighting With My Family is really good. What's that? That's the page one. Should we review the other page films? Can we download them? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Do you mean that Christmas one with The Miz? We already did that. Oh, of course we did. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's exactly what I meant. Yes. I got you out of that one, John. Thank you. I'm glad, (laughs) because I was actually on about the porn stuff, but yeah, that's fine. Thank you. Yeah. (laughs) Lovely young lady. (laughs) From Norwich. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. And that... Xavier Woods, lovely young man. <laughs> <laughs> what was his name? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, Brad Maddox. Brad Maddox, yes. Lovely young man. <laughs> uh, anything else, John? I don't know anymore. I think we've we've ended. We need to like bring this back somehow. This episode we've uh, gone on a bit of a bit of a tangent. Do we need to say anything about Vince Russo in the hope that we can get called out and put on his show? Well, it hasn't worked so far, so no. there is a reason for that. Is it because no one listens to us? No, no, it's because he wouldn't know how to respond to it because he's not a very good writer. Yeah. And he lies a lot. He does lie a, a lot, apparently. <laughs> now, it bugs me to say this, but I'd never, before, I'd never watched the um, Bash at the Beach stuff with Vince Russo and Hulk Hogan. Do you know the stuff that I mean? where he comes out and cuts a shoot promo on Hogan. Yeah. And after just getting Jarrett to lie down in the ring for him. Yeah. Which apparently was a shoot, and I think it could well have been. And I actually gained a bit of respect for him at that point. 
it's just everything I've listened to since and everything else I've been through, so I don't have a lot of respect for him. <laughs> but castrating the marks is great. It is, but then he burps down the microphone a lot. <laughs> I don't. And Jeff Lane is the most sycophantic person I've ever heard. Uh, That's got to get us on, on their programme, right? I, I actually sent in a clip the other day. It didn't get on, so... Oh. Be. <laughs> Keep trying. It was brilliant as well. Shall I tell you what it was? Go on. I think it was on the Wrestling Observer show, and it had Dave Meltzer excited because Brian Alvarez's daughter was born on the same day as Steamboat's birthday. I heard that one, and I thought, that one's um, just screeching out for castrating the marks. <laughs> it was amazing. It was just like, oh, but yeah, you can tell your daughter that she's got the same birthday <laughs> as Ricky Steamboat. I just thought, right, I'm sending that in. That's brilliant. <laughs> Who do you share a birthday with, John? MC Hammer. I've got uh, Lionel Richie. And from a wrestling point of view, I've got Coco Beware. Really? Yeah. And I'm going to have to check now. Can I have have this as a new segment of the show of uh, who does John share a birthday with this week? I don't think it'll last. No, I think you're absolutely right. Did you have an announcement about our Patreon? Yeah, so I just don't think we should bother with it anymore. And uh, all the past episodes, I will just stick on the feed. Okay, Um, but it's like you've got to give a more heroic reason than that. There's a lot of stuff going on in the background with Patreon, which I philosophically don't agree with. So I am throwing my toys out of the pram, let's say. That's uh, that's good. Yeah. We shall, uh, we'll stick with that. So let's have a look. Uh, I don't know who these people are, to be honest. I think this shows how out of touch I am with popular culture. Catherine Hepburn, who's she? <laughs> don't know. Oh, George Carlin, heard of him. What's he done apart from um, Bill and Ted? Well, he was in Bill and Ted. Well, all right, fair yeah. point. How many Bill and Ted's have you been in? Colin, no Bill and Ted Cox, if that is your real name. Are you looking forward to um, Bill and Ted face of music, John? Mm, don't know. Um, I am. I'm not going to look forward <clears throat> to it, because it might be like the second Anchorman film. Even if it is shit. I'm looking forward to it. Tony Hawk. The comedian or the skateboardist. Yeah, the skateboarder. Ooh, Bert Bacharach. <laughs> yes. All right, I think you can end there, John. It's not going to get any better. I don't know. Uh, no, this is definitely good radio. <laughs> yeah. Yogi Berra. Did he invent the TV? Possibly. I don't know who half these people are. Never heard of them. Ah. Do you know who Summer McKean is? No. No? Summer McKean. Apparently. Or Aaron Yu. Right, I'm Googling Summer McKean, whoever that is. Summer McKean. I think she's one of these people who just makes money off um, being on YouTube a lot. Oh, really? I've got the same birthday as a famous YouTuber. Yes, that's all she is. She's just a YouTube millionaire. What? <laughs> there we go. Yeah, I, I share one with um, Draconite Dragon as well, who's a YouTuber. You share a birthday with all the worst people. And George Carling. I don't know who these people are. <laughs> are, they, are they meant to be famous? This is like the um, Coal Chamber incident all over again. What happened with Coal Chamber? I must have been about 16, and 
Coal Chamber. We're doing a gig at the Civic in Wolverhampton, and I had my guitar on me, and I was hanging round with a girl who I fancied, and she wanted to meet them, and I didn't know who they were. Like, I knew who they were, but I didn't like the music, basically. Right. And um, they asked if they wanted me to sign my guitar, and I laughed at them. <laughs> and said no are you supposed to be famous or something <laughs> and the look the look on one of their faces was brilliant it was like a disappointed a child did they um, have a lovely young lady in the band at that point yeah they did was that a double headline tour with typo negative as I say I wasn't a fan I didn't follow them don't care <laughs> I, I didn't like typo negative either no, I was just thinking that I might have seen them on the same tour. Yeah, maybe you did. I used to go out with a goth. Pretty much were. I know, but if you can't play a musical instrument, it's a good way to meet young ladies. Oh, I share a birthday with the Italian king, Theodric the Great. <laughs> What's great about him? Uh, he's yeah. got, he shares a birthday with me. Hey. <laughs> uh, shall we put this um, episode out of its misery? <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of celebrities on this list who I've never heard of. So, all right, I'm, I'm going to play a game with you. you. It's like a bit of a you've got to guess the job, okay, based on the name. You can either get job or country, okay? Right, okay. Robert Baldwin. Robert Baldwin is he an actor? No, wrong. Right, I thought he might have been one of the Baldwins. No, no, he was a Canadian politician. Right. Okay. Theodore Reich. How's Reich spelled? R-E-I-K. Uh, is he Norwegian? No, he's an Austrian-American psychologist. Oops, sorry. <laughs> Keep going, this is great. Yeah, John Simon. John Simon, is he a musician? No, he's not. Uh, who am I thinking of? Garfunkel. Yeah, probably. No, he's so, an American theatre critic. Right. Okay, Andrei Wozniacki. Oh, do I say Polish, do I say Russian? Depends how racist you are. Got to get this right, otherwise the social justice warriors will be in your ass. Russian. Oh, well done. Yeah. What kind of thing would a Russian do? Composer. Oh, you're very close, but nothing at all to do with music. Dancer? No, poet. Uh, So so he just sits there writing all day. Yeah. Oh, Christopher Patton. Is he in Faith No More? No. Oh, Robert N. Lee. Is he Chinese? No. Is he an American screenwriter? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. That, that'll do. Right. You sure? That was fun. <laughs> we should play more quizzes live on <laughs> when wrestlers act. Maybe we could do a wrestling-related one next time. I don't know. When wrestling podcasters quiz. <laughs> yes. There we go. We've got a spin-off. Okay. <laughs> right. Leave Until it. next time, John. <sighs> Yeah, until next time. Actually, do you want to plug anything? Nah. Nah. Bye-bye. Bye.